0: The reading this morning is taken from 1 Corinthians 15 verses 1 to 6 now brothers and sisters I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you which you received and on which you have taken your stand by this gospel you are saved if you hold firmly to the word I preached to you otherwise you have believed in vain
1: morning it's good to be back Um, can we share a word of prayer before we start Uh, time is not a friend this morning so I'll try to be quick as I can let's pray father we thank you for today we thank you for the gathering of your children before your presence we thank you for your spirit that is here we thank you that your word will be a blessing unto us the Bible said Jesus went to preach in a synagogue, and the power of God was available to heal and to deliver. Father, in the name of Jesus, by your word, let power and healing be released. Let our hearts be open, and let the heavens be open unto us, in the name of Jesus, amen. It's good to be back. Um, the last time I was here, I gave some reading assignment. Um, I hope I hope people have read the assignment. Hallelujah! Um, again, I told you that I want to be a lecturer in theology one day, so I need to start somewhere. I need to practice somewhere, so I'll, I'll try as much as possible to use you as my practice. So um, I gave reading assignment: um, a book of Acts, first, Romans, First and Second Corinthians, and Pastor Martin, lovely added John. So you have another. Bible to add, Hallelujah. So today we are reading, we are going to talk about missions. It's today's Mission Sunday and I would love to share a few things with you and then we'll go on. I hope the Holy Spirit will help me. I want to thank Pastor Martin for seeing me worthy to preach again. It means that the last time I didn't bore you and so (laughs) and I thank the elders and the leadership. God bless you all for coming this beautiful Sunday and so like I would like to continue from where I left off last week oh no it wasn't last week last time <laughs> last time um, and I'll, I'll try as much as possible to take my time so that we get what it means to have missions and we, we're going to div- and try to convince you to give money hallelujah <laughs> uh, and so the last time I came here I was explaining to you about creation and that is why I started because I always want my sermons to flow if you could remember or God made in Genesis, the Bible said God made man. But when you read your Bible very well, you realize that the first account of creation was a spirit. To explain that, I want to explain something to you. That man is the only being before the fall of creation that had dominion on earth, legal access on earth, and also had legal access to heaven. It means that before Adam and Eve fell, Adam could have access and legal authority on the earth, physically, because of his physical body. Angels were spirit; They don't have physical access or legal grounds on the earth. So Adam was on earth. His domain was on earth because of his flesh. But because God's spirit was in him, he could still access the heavens. So if you read your Bible very well, In Matthew, Jesus was telling them that whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. If you also read your Bible, you realize that in the book of Mark, chapter 4, when Jesus came to earth to preach, he wasn't preaching about any other thing. What he was preaching about is kingdom. Why? Because when man, before man fell, man had authority over this kingdom, earth, and had access to heaven kingdom. But after the fall, we were broken off. So God had to come and tell us again that, look, earth is not your only kingdom. There is another kingdom in heaven. It's called the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven. So the Bible said Jesus went from village to village preaching the kingdom of God. Now, any kingdom or every institution or let me say, every state, every country, before you can be a member of that country, there are four basic ways you can be. I'm a Ghanaian, black, handsome, dimple, fresh. <laughs> if, if I want to be a citizen of UK, there are four things I need to do. Four. Number one is what Pastor Martin taught us when Jesus was speaking to Nicodemus at that time, on godly hour, when men were supposed to sleep, Nicodemus told himself and came to Jesus. And Jesus told him, John 3.3, 3, I hope my screen is working, because I want to make sure it's happening. I was thought, but I don't know how it's going to work. Should, yeah, yeah. No. Um, the first one, number one. Yes. Yeah. He said, Jesus, very, very, I tell, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless you are born again. The first day to be, for me to be a citizen of another country is that I need to be born of the country. It means that my parents must give birth to me in that country. So Jesus, his message was, if you want to be part of this con- kingdom I'm talking about, one, you must be born in that kingdom. So Nicodemus was confused, how can I be born again? And Pastor Martin lovely took us through. I am showing you what God have to do to bring us to the kingdom. Number two, in order for you to be, for me to be a citizen of this country, it means that is that number two. Number two, it means that I need to be adopted. It means that a man and a woman must come to Ghana and say we want this child to be our children or our son, and they will take me, sign documents, and bring me. So Ephesians 1.5 confirmed. He said. He predestined predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus. So Jesus came to adopt us for his father. So we qualify the second stage, right? Number three, in order for us to be part, then another thing is that you must be married. It means that I must find a beautiful, anointed, caring British woman who will marry me from Ghana and bring me to UK. So marriage is the third basic one. So 2 Corinthians eleven two he said, I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy. I promise you to one husband because Jesus was coming to be the groom of the church. So he's come to marry us. That's the third one. Now, the fourth one is that in order for me to be a citizen of this country, I must pay my way out. How? There is a, a system of investment I don't know about UK but some countries I don't know UK is supposed to be 80,000 pounds you must have an investment in another country for about 80,000 pounds for the country to legalize you as a member God paid that money for us through the son so he said that do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you whom you have received from God you are not your own you were bought at a price So Jesus came to explain to us that the four stages, the four basic paths for us to be citizens of the kingdom, he came through his father to fulfill it. This gives us the legal grounds to be citizens of heaven. So if you don't pass through these four stages, it means that you are an illegal citizen in God's kingdom. If you are not born again, if you are not married to Christ, if you are not being bought by the blood, and you are not adopted, it means that the kingdom of heaven, you are an illegal citizen. And if you are an illegal citizen, custom officers will arrest you. Or immigration officers, which is the Holy Ghost and the angels, one day will arrest you. Hallelujah. <laughs> now, <laughs> I, am I making sense? Yeah. And so you need to understand that any kingdom or an institution for that matter or a company or a school must have a mission. Must have what? mission. Any institution you want to join that has no mission statement, it means that that institution is not a good institution. Any country you are joining, they must have a mission statement. And so, if you look at this one, oh, where is it? yes, mission statement. Coca Cola says, "How many of you love Coca Cola?" That's <laughs> good. Is that to refresh the world? I hope so. To inspire moments of optimism and happiness, to create value and make difference. This is the mission statement of Coca-Cola. So anytime you are drinking Coca-Cola, this is what they want to achieve in you. So when you take Coca-Cola and you are not happy, it means that their mission statement has failed. (laughs) The next one is rent kitchens. They said to provide customers with beautiful kitchens at affordable prices. The only problem I have with this thing is there's no quality there, but that is their mission (laughs) statement. You see, so every company you want to join must have a mission statement. This is where they channel all their energy, resources. This is where, this is their target. Royal Mail We want to be recognized as the best delivery company in the UK and across Europe. That's a lovely one. So every company, every institution you want to join must have a mission statement. Now, have you wondered, from the passage that we read, the initial scriptures about the gospel, why will Jesus be killed by his father? What is the mission of God? Why why will a man or a god bring his own son on earth just to kill him? This is where every Christian must get to know what is God's mission. And over the years, people have come together to say that we must understand God's mission. And so we call God's mission, what we we call the Missio Dei, God's mission, Missio Dei. It was coined because we need to understand what is God's mission. Because how can I be part of an institution or a kingdom if I don't know his mission? And so, a lot of literatures have come about with what is God's mission. And today, I want to share one of them that I love. I love. I love. Upon all, this is one of them that I love. And we'll decode it. We'll decode. Am I, can you hear me clearly as I speak? Yeah. Miss your day, God's mission. is. This is God's purpose. I think this is God's purpose in the world. God's purpose in the world, not heaven. Here in the world, to create and sanctify a people for his own glory, not my glory, not your glory, who will dwell in his uninhibited reign characterized by justice and peace. This is too loaded for this time. But I want to take two key things from it, two. Number one is create, number two is sanctify. God's mission is to create and sanctify a people what is to create? To create means to convert people. So his agenda is to cause people to move from sin and to be born again. To make people to be born again. To create means to regenerate their spirit. When you become born again, your body doesn't become born again. It's your spirit that is rebirth. So God's agenda is to move us from non-believers to believers. But you know what? Believing is not enough. If your conversion of your faith comes to only belief, belief is supposed to be your first step. Because James 2, verse 19, you believe that there is one God. Good! The demons believe that, they even tremble than we do. So to have faith alone, to have belief in God alone, is not enough. It is the first stage. If you believe alone and you leave any other thing behind, we have a problem. And this is the 21st century lie of Christianity, that if you lift up once your hands and say, Lord, come into my life, that is it. You can live anyhow you want. You can do anything you want. That is the trap that has captured all of us. That as long as you believe that there is God, it is enough. Nothing else matters. But you see, demons even believe. I'm getting somewhere. We are talking about missions. Don't don't get lost. We'll get there. So, now the question is, (laughs) therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone, right? But the thing is that, even though the old is gone, You are still standing at the first stage to create, to make people for himself, to cause people to be born again. Number two is to sanctify. Now, sanctification is a broad topic. God doesn't only want to create people. He doesn't want to have only believers. He wants to have believers who are sanctified. Believers who have set themselves apart for him. Believers who are holy unto him. Why? Do you know Jesus had no sin? Yet, Jesus told the people, for your sake, I sanctify myself. He said, for them, I sanctify myself, that they too may be holy, truly sanctified. It means that sanctification is not the call for the unbeliever. It's the call for the believer. There is no unbeliever who can be sanctified. Because for sanctification to be pure, you need to be created in God and then sanctified. Am I making sense? So, our problem is many believers call themselves believers, but they are not sanctified. In 2 Timothy verse 2, chapter 2, verse 90, he said that surely the foundation of the Lord standeth. The Lord knows them that are His. And all that call upon the name of the Lord must depart from iniquity. There is a place of sanctification. There is a place that God's mission is not just to have believers gather. He wants people who are sanctified unto Him. That is why if you believe alone, it's dangerous. Because if you believe alone, you can live anyhow And God doesn't want believers to live anyhow. Do you know sanctification is contagious? If you are sanctified, I never knew. One day, when I was a young Christian, not young, I was old Christian, I think I just, yeah, before I married, and a man came to me and he said, Osofu, Osofu means pastor, man of God, do you know that anytime I want to do something, I see your picture? I said, how? How? He said, "The Lord told me that look unto Him, for He is sanctified." So he said, "Any time, any time he wants to do something funny, he sees my image. He doesn't know why, and so I was confused. But I also realized that there are some people in my life when I'm close to them, they challenge me to be holy." Yeah, there are people around my life. There are people I intentionally put them around me because they challenge me to be sanctified. That is why Jesus told them, "For their sake, I sanctified myself." Because the question is, if you came to church or you came to Saturday night, we were passing through the the street and you saw a pastor smoking weed, you know, weed, marijuana. <laughs> no, on Sunday morning, will you come here? Or you saw your, you were driving, then somebody pulls you with a gun. I need your car. When, when you open a car, it was your pastor with a gun. <laughs> robbing you. A pastor robbing his me, "My car. Sanctification is contagious. And so God wants his people for his own glory to be believing in him and to be sanctified. Now the question is that what has sanctification and <laughs> and believing how to do with God's mission. It means that all the effort of a church, all the effort of a believer, must be directly or indirectly connected to causing other people to be created in God and to be sanctified. It means that any church we join that have no agenda or no activities or no plan to cause other people to be directly converted, created, and sanctified, there is a problem. That is why when you go to Ghana and they build a school there, even though the mission is we build a school, but in their school, there is a Wednesday worship service. That In that worship service, we preach the gospel, and then people are converted. So indirectly, even though we are produced, we are giving education to people, but we are fulfilling God's mission. Because through their schooling, People give their life to Christ. People are sanctified. And we have evidences. If we go to Honey Village and you go there, water is a problem. Food is a problem. A place of worship is a problem. When the team go there and do something for them, they witness the goodness of God through them. And thereby, they come to church, they are born again, and they are sanctified. When you look at Romania, and we saw the thing, how the place was. Even though directly New Life is not building a church massive there, but what they are giving to two men, a man and a woman of God, is causing them to go out there to create people and to sanctify people. It means that our effort as a church, as individuals, must be geared towards having people to be created, to be sanctified for the Lord. And that is why today I I want to encourage you that I have seen people who who sign off, eh, Sign off money for useless things. Yet they say they are Christians. I want to encourage you that all your activities on this earth, make sure you help and aid in a mission of God. Because Jesus told them, He said, As God sent me, me too, I'm sending you. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to Himself. So God sent His Son to us. His son sent the Holy Spirit and now the Holy Spirit is sending us. What is he sending us to do? To create people. Get people to believe in him and get people to be sanctified. It means that, do you know sanctification goes beyond your physical body? There is a level of sanctification where we know that your finances is not even sanctified. There are most people whose money are not born again. Because your money only goes to places that are not godly. Where your money goes to, There is no mission of God there. You see, but today, I want to encourage you that even as the whole church, look at how beautiful it was when they were sharing how people's lives were changed. There are people who joined the school and they were not believers, they were not serious, but now they are actively involved. They are filled with the spirit, speaking in tongues, they are evangelizing, they are praying for people, they are taking positions, Why? Somebody built a school, not a church. But you see, the mission of God is to create and to sanctify. And so, when you are giving today, don't think you are giving because you are giving to an institution or you are just giving for... No, you are giving so that the mission of God is fulfilled. This is the mission beyond... Do you know that the richest man on earth is not a billionaire, is not a Christian... It means that God is not looking for believers to be billionaires and trillionaires. God wants people who believe and are sanctified. And this is one of the means. I pray for you that today you get this understanding that God has a mission. And a mission is to create people, is to cause people to be born again, is to cause people to be sanctified. He said he's coming for a church without spot and without wrinkle. That is sanctification. (laughs) Hallelujah. So his agenda, his mission is whatever you do as a child of God, a Christian as a child of God, indirectly or directly, must be channeled to getting other people to be created for him and to be sanctified. That is why If me, my eating of certain meat will cause you to sin, the Bible said I should not. Why? Because if I am eating cat meat, my ethnic group, where I come from, they love cat meat. Especially the head. They love it. But you see, if I sit among you and I'm eating cat meat as a pastor... And you say, my pastor eats cat meat. Forget it. I'm not going to. Die. I have caused you to fall. Yeah. So it means that even in our eating, we must make sure that it doesn't cause other people, other people, to lose their sanctification. Yeah. So if your giving will hinder a project of the church, a mission of the church, it means that there's a problem somewhere. And so I want to encourage you today that in anything that will be done today, the giving. Don't see it as if you are giving something out. Just give See that you are giving in fulfilling of God's mission. Apart from giving, you should consider prayer. Our prayer must be pushed to getting other people created and sanctified. I decided years ago to cancel needs for my prayer topic because I realized I was getting selfish. Lord, you see that thing we discussed about my health, about my school. I I realized about my family. It is good. But I noticed that many people that focus on God's mission got more than they deserved. Yeah. That is why when you have children, we must build a home. Because through your children, another generation is created and sanctified. Then another generation is created and sanctified. That is how we populate God's kingdom. It's a way. And so today, as you're about to give, I don't know how much you've thought, I don't know how much you've, you've kept in your mind, but I pray that your giving today will be born again. Let your money be born again. Let your money be sanctified. Let it be consecrated. That knowing that this thing that you are giving today is to cause God's mission, the Miss You Day, to be fulfilled. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you for today. We thank you that we've gotten understanding. That it is you that creates and it is you that sanctifies. We thank you that this seed that has dropped in our spirit will grow and help us to know how to work and aid in God's mission. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you.